Hey, y'all. I'm Allison Asarch from Nashville, Tennessee. Hey, I'm Sean Fraser from the Ritzy Kids. Hunters, this is Johnny from Rail Motor. Hey, it's Shane from Blind Season. Hey, it's Rob Stanier, and you can check out my music on all the streaming platforms. Check out my latest music on all the streaming sites. Check out my debut album on all streaming platforms. Check out our new debut album. Check us out on Spotify and Apple Music. And you're listening to our friends, Braggy and Curly. My favorite brands from Australia. My two favorite podcasts is Braggy and Curly. Braggy and Curly. On the Unfiltered. Hey there everyone, it's episode 131 of the Unfiltered and Undiscovered podcast and it's time for one of our, well one of my favourite shows of the year, it's the end of season review. We've really taken Jeff Toovey to heart, there's got to be an investigation and we're going to investigate and do some stuff about what our whole year has been like we look back on the year that's been and we're going to give out a couple of awards um, and uh, hope to have a little bit of a look forward as we look into 2024 but first up we have got braggy claws down there in um, Adelaide and Rossi doesn't have a special name but we've just got Rossi from Sydney how are we boys (laughs) Good, mate. Good time. You, Braggy, you well? I'm very well. Thank you, Rossi. Curly, you're, you're very, great. yes. You're looking very festive. Well, you know, someone had to do it. <laughs> I well be, I'm the butt of the joke, so I might as well, I might as well be the one. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to be the second banana. <laughs> Third banana. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's, uh, um, as always, it's awesome to have you guys here and, reflecting back on the year that's been but before we do um braggy you sent out some things in the um unfiltered host chat about a certain person that got person of the year yeah taylor swift uh time person of the year Mm -hmm. and i mean we talk about her every week somehow rossi usually brings her up (laughs) she's the biggest star in the world biggest star in the world in anything movies Mm. forget anything Pretty much. Mm. Yeah, I recommend you all watch that documentary, Miss Americana. I think it's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, think I, I posted something in, the, in our little chat that we have saying that she they're expecting that her her East Coast tour of America alone is going to put, pump $5.2 billion into the American economy. I mean, it's just mind-blowing numbers. And and apparently, she, and she's like, she's doing the right right things. Politically, it seems as well, getting young people to vote. She she tweeted um, for people to go and vote, and within like, like 10 or 12 minutes, 10,000 people registered mm. to vote. So, I mean, that's she's not power, man. She's not telling people how to vote. She's just saying, no, exercise, exercise your right to be part of a democracy. And I kind of respect mm-hmm. that, but I yeah. think we know yeah. what's right. But we also, also think what's, I know what side she's on. I think so too, but she's yeah. not saying that. No, she's but, not. She's just she has massive support, massive yeah. support mm. right across the board. And like, I think as a female role model, she's pretty positive, really. Yeah, I think so too. Someone yeah. else is getting into the giving spirit. I see as well as Dave Grohl and and his yeah. uh, his cronies touring down here, and he's been feeding the homeless there. Yeah, wasn't that wasn't that a cool story? Yeah, it was. Great. was. Um, mm. Actually, one of uh, Angus's friends got a shout out from him. 
Oh, nice. Yeah, really? Yeah, she had Tama from a young band in Sydney called Polly who play with Pocket Watch a bit. And Dave Grohl was at a, uh, yeah, you know, doing some of his quiet work. And someone popped a camera up to him and he said, Hi, Tama. Hi, Tama to Tama, the drummer, which I thought oh, was pretty wow. cool. I actually saw them on Saturday night in Sydney. They said it was the biggest show they've played in Australia to 75,000 people. Wow. wow. It wow. was it was a big show. It was a really big show. Was it good? Like it was a Foo Fighters show. That's all. Yeah. That's yeah. It was exactly what I've seen them before once. Like, gotta say, with all due respect, I'm not the biggest Foo Fighters fan in the world. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, um, my family all love them. And what was great is that we were there about five past seven. We got a text message from another friend of ours, a guy called Pete Burke, who plays in a band called Sonic Garage. He mm-hmm. said, my son and his friend can't make it. Do you know someone who'd want tickets? The band was on in 50 minutes. So I sent a message to her oldest boy, James, and, and the other brother, Hugh, and said, I've got two tickets if you can get here in 50 minutes. And one was cooking a barbecue. The other was with his in-laws. They dropped. <laughs> they dropped everything. One jumped in an Uber. The other drove, and they got there in time. It was great. Awesome. Fantastic. Yeah, it was massive. It was just beyond big. Mm. Yeah, I, I just love it when when guys, you know, big big acts like that. Actually, I mean, they tr- they try their hardest to give back as much as they can. You know, they don't always succeed in doing it. It's hard for them, I guess, but. Yeah, I think it's just great. I, I think he is a good man. I think he's a good yeah. guy. He's the yeah. every man. And that, that's what, like, I watch him and I just go, you know, you strip all the lights and the screens back. And it's a rock band on a stage, you know? Yeah. yeah. And he's, that's yeah. what he said. You know, it's just me playing guitar. Anyone can do it. Yeah. yeah. They, had, they had the chats opening for them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I hadn't seen the chats before. And they seemed a little out of sorts, a little grumpy. Oh, surprised. okay. Surprised me. Yeah. I expected them to be a bit more jolly. And some band from Manchester called Hot Milk. Oh, what were they like? Uh, they're kind of that metal core. They ran on with tattoos. There was a girl singer uh, and a girl guitarist, and they're and they're okay. like, make make some fucking noise. And I'm like, on, you know, no one knows who you are, mate. Maybe yeah. they need to come on with a bit more humility. Yeah, hot yeah. milk. Strange hot name. Milk. Lots and yeah. lots of backing tapes. Lots yeah, of, like I was watching good. going, they're not playing that, but yeah, I don't know. Like yeah. it's like I don't have to like everything, but uh, they were interesting. You know, like, yeah. yeah, the whole thing as a cultural phenomenon, Dave Grohl's band were just, they just, people just loved them to death. I've not yeah. seen, yeah, they just loved them. Yeah. And did you sing along at all, Rossi? No, I did not. I didn't. I didn't. I sat there. I sat there observing the whole thing, just Uh, watching, going just just as an impartial, taking notes. Seventy-five thousand people. Wow. Rossi said, "Sing along for for Taylor." Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know if I'd go and say. See, I find those big shows just a little bit. I'm out of my comfort zone there. I don't get the energy I need. Yeah, unless no. you're right at the mosh pit, eh? I'm the same. Unless you're right yeah. up there, like when you're in the young days, when you're right at the front of the yeah. oil playing at Wanda Beach or something, you know. Mm. But I did, I did, I did see McCartney, and that was yeah, pretty impressive. I got to say, yeah. for a man his age, it's like wow, it's ridiculous, like, yeah. you know. But yeah, yeah like I want to see a cra- I only I like seeing a band with like 200 people. You know, I like the yeah, energy. Yeah. Yeah. I like the energy of it. You know. Absolutely. Now, the reason why I wanted to start with Tay Tay is because there's one thing that she does not have, 
and that's a unfiltered award. So she hasn't got an award from us yet, Braggy, no. has she? So nope. and nope. She, she, she's got to prove herself. Kelly, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kelly, send her an email. You never know, hey. Look, until she fronts up, we don't know what she's like. That's yeah. right. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Who, who like knows? Yeah, Laura Frank, or you know, there's yeah. so many other people. Uh, Alison she's, she's played at yeah. the Home Hill Showgrounds. She has. Yeah, been, yeah. Canada. She going to do a Sunday session somewhere? Yeah, come on, Taylor, lift up your game. So, <laughs> hey, um, we've had an amazing year, guys. Forty-three episodes over fifty-two wow. weeks. It's um. 26 mm-hmm. interviews and that's a record for us so um it's 26 opportunities for undiscovered bands and artists to get their stuff out and at least to a another part of the an audience that may not have known them so but we finished last year as a duo braggy and we quickly became a trio as the super sub, the special <laughs> guest, Rossi, that we pulled out on special occasions, came the hardest on board. Working in Australian rock and roll. Mm. <laughs> uh, some yeah, weeks. It's, been, it's been great having you, Rossi. It's just, yeah. Look, I but, just think it's really interesting because I'm seeing bands I would not have come into contact with, and I really yeah. like that. I get, you know, I get to chat. To, like, and, and, like, I try not to do too much research. I know... Like I try not to do too much backstory on people before they come on. I like yeah. to see play what's in front of me, and they're all like, I just really admire how they're out there working really hard. They yeah, and they present really well. All these young acts, yeah, you know, like and like it's so hard. And I just love the fact that they, you guys are giving them a platform. You know, you've given them, mm. given them, and it, it's a bit of a training ground. Yeah, you know? like they, I know other people have you know, gone on to do other interviews straight from us, and it's like. Wow, yeah, you know, like they seem polished, like they're polished performers, and I kind of admire yeah. that, you know. And I think I, I, I'm learning stuff from them as well. I yeah, do too. Know. Yeah, we're so. picking their brains about their business model every yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> but it's yeah. interesting because no one knows where it's going, you know, and That's it's right. hard for everyone. Yeah, yeah, very much so. And some of the feedback, Rossi, that we've received is. Um, things like Jules from Wild Heart Publicity tells us that we're rapidly becoming um, one of the favourites of her artist block because she just keeps sending us some amazing people and we just we just mm. chat with them. And uh, I remember after one of our interviews when we're talking off air and um, I've forgotten who it was now, but they said, this has been really good. It's been really good experience for me. I've got the ABC interview tomorrow or something. <laughs> <I remember. laughs> God. Oh, thank you. We're like, the training no, ground. Well, yeah, like, and that's the other thing is that the only way to get good at something is to do it more, you know? Mm, yes. Yeah, that's yeah, what I reckon. Um, absolutely. And tonight... We're going to talk about some of our favourite episodes, some of our favourite songs that we've um, shared, and um, that's a challenge in itself. When you, when each and every episode has had its own spin, its own positivity, its own laughs and giggles, yeah. um, and and every song that we've been sharing 
has got their own little highlights and some are just great songs. Some are just really great songs with little moments in them. It's just, it's been a really tough gig for us to actually narrow it down to um, as we do later on in the night. So mm-hmm. been a great year, been a great mm. year. It's not easy to write a song. And so, you know, every every single song that we've had on is is a big effort to get it out there. <laughs> I was in the car on the way back home and you know, a song came on and I, I'm mock snoring, going, oh, this, you know, tedious rubbish, you know. And I won't say what act it was, and it's no one we know. But right. the uh, the person with me who happens to be a songwriter goes, if you can do better, mate, you show me. <laughs> oh, <I> shut up. <laughs> I said into his room. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sounds like a um, wrestling umpire from Japan. But anyway, it does. let's it does. Let's, uh, let's move on. And we're going to start with some sad news. And as every year goes by, we lose more and more of our incredible talent uh, that have blessed us and graced us. Um, and we've lost uh, probably more than our fair share this year, boys. So um, I've got a condensed list and I'll put the list in the show notes for everyone from the Wikipedia updated list. But, you know, people like Lisa Marie Presley, Robbie Backman, Tim Backman from Backman Over, the, both the boys from Backman Over, um, Backman um, Renee Gaya Rossi, that uh, that was a big loss, wasn't it? Yeah, mm, yeah she was she was just an extraordinary talent, that woman. Yeah, she really she, was. She's a real thing, man. Yeah. yeah, what a singer, man. Wow. Yeah, David and scary. Crosby. Yeah, and scary. <laughs> yeah, so David Crosby, Bert Baccarat. Um, I'm going to throw this one to you, Braggy Tina Turner. I know. What? A, why are you throwing it to me? <laughs> I'll, I'll knock it on. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Look, Tina Turner, what a, what a life that she had. Yeah, had you know, she started uh, started out, and then obviously had a lot of uh, marital problems, and just to get through that, and then to kick on from there. And mm. you, know, you two guys are the rugby league guys. I thought would have thought you'd be talking about Tina Turner. That story. She got so like that. That era, that re- renaissance of her career, just blew up so massively. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. But, but she, even the early part of her career, she, I mean, she made she made Ike just just from her her feel and mm. her stage presence. And that that that, that Ike and Tina Turner, I mean, massive influences on so many artists after them. Yeah. So when I was I was at Sun Studios and they had a lot of stuff about her there, even mm. you know, and that's right from you know, Sam Phillips era. Yeah, she's powerhouse. Just another theme, just another vocal powerhouse. You know, yeah. like, mm. Mm. very much so. And then Sinead O'Connor, Robbie Robertson from and from the band Robbie. Braggy. Mm. That was one of your um, ones. I love Johnny. the band Robbie Robertson. Yeah. What a, what a, what a great great songwriter. One of the best. Yeah. John Gosling from the Kinks, Sixto Rodriguez. I think you spoke to, about him, Braggy, if I remember rightly, at one of Rod- our shows. Rodriguez, uh, one one of my favourite albums of all time. He she he was the Mexican Bob Dylan, or Hispanic mm. Bob Dylan, but never got the credit because because of his race. <clears throat> really. Yeah. Mm. Uh, like uh, the, he was big in South Africa too, right? Yeah, yeah South Africa, really Australia—the only two places. 
Mm. A girl I know is a photographer and she grew up with that album. Her family just adored it. And she managed to snap him when he came to Australia. Wow. And then he oh. started using her snap everywhere. Cool. And like we like Kylie is one of Kylie's one of our favorite people in the world. And and she was like a dog with two I've never seen her so so just overwhelmed that he would choose her work. But he had that humility and he kind well, of his, yeah, he was his, management, his management was ripping him because he was selling yeah. thousands of records in Australia and South Africa. And He'd he given know. up, he didn't care, he didn't know. He yeah. on a construction site in, in America yeah. while this was mm. happening. Didn't know. It's just shocking, isn't it? It's yeah. not the first time, won't be the last. No. No. Um a big loss for me was of course Ron Pino from Died Pretty. Um big loss. And uh, I think everyone who listened to the podcast that week actually felt um the the real loss yeah. uh, for, for someone like Ron. Jimmy Buffett was another one that said we said goodbye to Charlie Robinson. Uh, Les McGuire from Jerry and the Pacemakers, Geordie Walker from Killing Joke, and just recently Shane McGowan. Now there's a songwriter. Yeah. He, he was out I mean, doing, he was singing for Widows, wasn't he, for a while? He came out and sang with Weddings Party. He's anything for a tour. Well, I didn't know that. That would have been so cool. I still remember Braggy going to that pub in Dublin. And yeah. they've got that the the band sitting around the table playing yeah. a dirty old yeah. town, and you just realise yeah. the the sense of you know that Irish folk music and yeah. and the impact that McGowan and the Pogues had. So amazing! I, I heard a story there from um, uh, uh, one of the the boys from Oasis, uh, Noel, and. Um, Noel Gallagher apparently had a night somewhere in England and uh, was was on the piss with Shane McGowan, right? That's like... like well, if you want to spend time like with him, that's what you got to do. Yeah, yeah, like there's Keith Moon, you know. It's Shane McGowan, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And apparently he had to fly to France the next day. They both did. And... and uh, Noel reckons that he woke up in the morning. It was the worst hangover he's ever had. He doesn't know how he didn't spew on the plane. He got to France. He went to his hotel room and just laid there. Turned on the TV and McGowan's with the French president yeah. <laughs> on the TV. It was a charity, charity thing. Just fine. I've heard that story, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It, almost indestructible. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and until you're not, unfortunately. So yeah, that's right. it's the it all catches up. Yeah, um, we started the year with Braggy's five songs of meaning, Braggy, and oh, sorry, Rossi's five songs of meaning, and that's been a really popular format and one that I've really enjoyed. So a big shout out to the likes of Cat Gun, Simon Gallen, Andrew Pierce, who all came on and shared a little bit of themselves yeah. with us, and of course, all of us three have had our shot at. Five songs of meaning. Yeah. I want to make a special message for Kat because she was last minute, if I remember. Yeah, that's a, right. She was. had a cancellation and I phoned her like on the day and she was like, yeah, I'll do it. She killed it, mate. She killed yeah. it. So, yeah. Absolutely. I, I had to do curlies with him because Braggy was off in the ether. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That yeah. was the one I missed. Yeah. All right. 
Yeah, Braggy just disappears every now and again. What Rossi. was yours? What, was that good songs, Kelly? They were rippers. Oh, they were awesome. Was it just, was it died pretty, died pretty? <laughs> yeah, I think there was, there might have been, there might have been two, I think, <laughs> in the five. All right. So let's, let's talk about some of the artists that have come on our show. And as I said, we had 26 of them. I've got them all in front of me and, um, you know, stop me if you want to have a chat or a remembrance about one. But uh, Benny Penner, Penner from up there in Townsville. And yes. Florida. He's a yeah. cool cat. Yeah. Well, he's a cool yeah. cat, Benny. Yeah. Still doing, still doing that that kind of laid back tropical sort of stuff as well yeah. too, you know. Absolutely, Boston Sam Demetrius. He was oh, a, he's a nice guy, wasn't he? Lovely. Yeah. yeah. Talked more about pizzas, but uh, now there's a there's a songwriter that's got some um, playing some in real markets. Talent. Yeah. Yep. Um, Aussie Hall of Famer Chris Mazowak, and we'll talk about Maz a little bit later on. I'm sure he'll get a mention or two in episode of the year. Uh, a stalwart of the program, Sean Fraser from the Ritzy Kids. Um, Ray, <laughs> Ray Wormsley from Demon. Now, that was an interesting oh, one. It was Ray was great. He, he was. was. He's hilarious. I love Ray. That's a whole other world. That's a whole other world for us. That that. British, you know, uh, new wave of British heavy it? metal. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Demon, mate. Demon, what a band. Yeah. Dark and they're still stuff. going strong and they're recording currently Demon. So, um, Gary Slater from Voodoo Lust. We'll talk yeah. a little bit about Gary a bit later on. I'm thinking he might have got a mention somewhere in our episodes of the year. Um, Jay Uni from Jupiter 5. Oh, Craig. Jay. Jay was cool. Jay. Man, <laughs> I love Jay. <laughs> That yeah, guy. I love him too. He I is, he is he, definitely from another planet, Rossi. Isn't he, he? he sent me a photo today of the robot from Lost in Space with William Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> he said, My head just exploded, he said. <laughs> oh, and then we, um, another fave of the podcast, Taylor made rejects, Braggy. Um, mm. You love those boys. Um, Fucking rock, good man. guys. Yeah, we spoke to Brendan Radford, who is really heavily involved in the uh, country music. And if you remember, he was talking about a, a song called Flip My Finger when you're out traveling. And it's um, he's going to self-publish that very, very soon, oh. I've been told. Um, and then we started to talk to some really lovely young female art country artists. We had Josie, Billy Rose. Um, and sandwiched in between them was Mick Madu and Ursula. So, oh, that was uh, Mickey. Just Mickey yeah. and Ursula. Just want to give him a big hug, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, them. They're good boys. Yeah, they are. They are awesome. Laura Frank, Sammy Palinkas, David Kirkpatrick, the son of Slim Dusty, was on our show from I Tuesday. I had that Home. night. I wasn't there that night. Where was I? Japan uh, or something? Was uh, it? Yeah, yeah. Or in the yeah, studio yeah. or something. Yeah. Slim, Slim's the man. Like, I know I had a lot of mates who toured with Slim and yeah. what a bloke he was. He was a yeah. good man. Yeah. We yeah. tried not to really talk about Slim much, did we, Curly? We tried to, yeah, you know, tried to in space, but in the end, he was happy to talk about talk yeah, about it. He was, um, and uh, released a couple of songs since their episode with us, so still going strong. Uh, Chloe Styler, Nathan May, Lizzie and the Beanstalks, Tammy Moxon, Suitcase Records. We'll talk about them a little later on. 
Firefly, and that was one of the legendary interviews for one-liners, I, I think, ever. Um, <laughs> oh, the good Kyle, man. He's great. <laughs> so is uh, Andrew. They yeah. Me. Zach Cross from Rockhampton. Jordan Merrick, who was a real dark horse, wasn't he? He was. He, he was great. Uh, yeah, great was- episode. Um, and then the last couple of weeks we've had Sweet Talk and um, Katie Brook. So, yeah. So I'm going to now just share with everyone what everyone what those artists are working towards, and then we might just show some of them have been kind enough to send in a Christmas message. So let's see if all this works, shall we? Oh, that's slick! Whoa! Oh! The unfiltered. <laughs> Bells will be ringing. The sad news. Merry Christmas. This is Dave. And this is Soren from Sweet Talk, and you're listening to the Unfiltered and Undiscovered podcast. Have a merry festive season. I'm Tammy Moxon, wishing all the listeners and the crew of Unfiltered and Undiscovered a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Hey, I'm Mick Maju. And I'm Ursula. And we want to thank Curly, Braggy and Rossi from Unfiltered and Undiscovered. Thank you very much for having us on the show this year. Merry Christmas to you all. And, um, yeah, um, they told me to have a go at Rossi, but I, you know, I can't slander Rossi. So, yeah, a happy new year to everybody. And we hope to see you next year at one of our gigs. Yeah. Happy and Christmas, everyone. Coming to a town near you. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Ho, 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 and Merry Christmas. It's Laura Frank here, and I want to wish everybody a very Merry Christmas and a super happy festive season. And thank you so much for supporting the Unfiltered and Undiscovered Undiscovered podcast this year, and Rossi, Raggy, and Curly for being the absolute most amazing hosts. Uh, I love having a chat with you guys, and I hope Santa Claus finds your house. Hello, Braggy, Rossi and Curly. Thank you so much for playing the Ritzy Kids once again on the Unfiltered and Undiscovered podcast this year. It's always great to be interviewed by you boys. You guys have been looking after the band ever since we we began. I think the very first interview was with you guys. I love what you guys do for the music industry because bands like ours don't really get much of a platform um, compared to the big signed artists out there in the world but you give us a place to go where we can talk about music play the music and be interviewed um so yeah on behalf of myself the ritzy kids and other australian bands i'm sure they're going to say the same things about you guys you do an incredible work and uh, your show is awesome i also heard that dark blue sky is in the running for song of the year kick dark blue kick come on and if it doesn't win I'll just write more next year. Love you, boys. Merry Christmas. Hey, guys, it's Ben Penner. Thank you for listening to all the music and all the podcasts this year. And have a Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. G'day guys, Waxy coming to you all the way from Agnes Water up in central Queensland. I just want to take this opportunity to wish everybody that's been uh, a guest 
or a listener of Unfiltered and Undiscovered for the past 12 months, I'd like to wish you all a very Merry Christmas and a safe and prosperous New Year. Um, big shout out to Curly, Rossi and Braggy. You guys are putting the effort in every week and you're supporting the independent artists in this country and there should be more of it. So you guys need to be commended. Uh, get up to Agnes. I'll buy you all a beer. We might even slip into a bit of my medicinal. So anyway, have a great time, boys. See you in the new year. Hi guys, my name is Jordan Merrick and I just want to say a big Merry Christmas uh, to all the listeners at Unfiltered and Undiscovered. Um, really appreciate the support of having me on and I hope you guys all have a very safe holiday period. Um, if you like my music and you want to check out more, uh, head to jordanmerrick.com.au, social media, and you'll find me there. Thanks guys. Hi everyone, this is Katie Brooke. I've had such a fantastic chat with the guys tonight on the podcast. Merry Christmas, all the best for 2024. You can find all of the links to my shows and music at katiebrookmusic.com. Oi, you speak now. Um, Rob Stanier here. I don't know where I am uh, and if this message gets out, I just, I hope it gets to, if someone could give it to Braggy and Curly and Rossi and uh, maybe wish them a Merry Christmas from me uh, and hopefully they'll get the message before I'm dead. Hi Unfiltered and Undiscovered listeners, this is Sammy Palinkas here and I just wanted to take this opportunity to wish you and your loved ones a very Merry Christmas, all wrapped up with love from me to you. Wow, there we go. Look, I think I have to explain Rob Stanius. <laughs> Earlier, I don't know if you guys watched the show, most people probably just listened to it, but or even if you listened to it, I guess at the yeah. start of the show, there's a few people that say, uh, oh, you know, welcome to the podcast. This is my favorite podcast, guys. And Curly reached out to Rob to do that, and it came back, and Rob was just so deadpan that Curly thought it was <laughs> Curly said, Rob, it's like a hostage video. <laughs> and so <laughs> And so when Curly sent sent him out a message to say, "Can you do a Christmas message? Don't make it a hostage video." Rob finally said, "What does he mean by that?" <laughs> well, I told him that was good. Right. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah. That was good. That was really good. Uh, and you done. couldn't get Mick to turn, could you? Ah. Uh, uh. I, I said, you've got to have a crack at Rossi. And he says, no, I can't slander Rossi. So um, how lo- That's lovely of all those people. Yeah. It really was lovely, all, all of them. I couldn't, yeah, I don't I couldn't know, see them going, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I think Curly does, don't you, Braggy? Curly no. does all the work. He does. We, he does all the work. When it's a show ponies, he does just, the work. Yeah, I just come up with the excellent questions. Yeah. Oh, that's boy, it, that's I, it. I just, boy, are you, don't you? <laughs> hey, look. Hey. um. Curly, Curly, we've got to do the quiz. I've done a quiz. Yes, yes, and we're doing the quiz right <laughs> okay. after we play Sammy Palinkas's Christmas song. You might have heard it in the background oh, oh. of when she was talking. So, I just want to wrap you up in ribbons and bows. 
It's Curly versus Rossi. There's no, there's no handicaps. Are you ready? You got pencil and paper? Oh, well, computer? Oh, yeah, better. Oh, getting that pad out. We'll just do the three and then have go back to what we're doing. Yeah, okay. Yep. Let's go. Start, starting like I started the last one. Who is Alicia Moore? Oh, I know. I know. I just need a pen that works. Alicia Moore. Hey, Curly. Oh, thank you. Good one. He's so helpful. Uh, You're right. Well, it must have worked because the one that wasn't working is now working. So. Okay. Number two. Yep. Who was the first woman inducted into the Music Hall of Fame? I'd be guessing. Yeah, I'm always guessing. I hope people at home play along with this. Yeah, I like like this part. I like this model. Okay. Ready for the next one? Yep. Yeah. This one is worth three points plus a bonus one. I want to know when, who, where, and how many was the biggest crowd at a rock concert. So oh. you got to know the person where where they where they played, or the whatever it was the band the person wherever they played. Uh what year it was, who they were, and a bonus point I'll give to whoever gets the closest to within a hundred thousand. Mm, within a hundred thousand, I think I might have seen a video that's a contender a couple of days ago. Actually, okay, mm. that's three. All right, and, okay, and one of the bands on it was like, "What them?" Yeah, interesting. 
All righty. Our first part of the trivia is now done. So let's get into our first award, guys. And this is the moment of the year. And um, because each and every episode is filled with moments where we mostly laugh, um, but there's also some, well, there's been many times where there's been uh, a little bit more of a somber emotion. So our yeah. artists enjoy our informal approach. They loosen up and they share their story their way. And I think um, what we do is really quite unique for the artists that we share. So that brings us to what we call our moments. Now, every episode has got moments. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we're yeah. going to talk now about some of those, that, that one special moment that resonates uh, with each and every one of us. And I'm going to start with Rossi. Look, um, mine's out of the episode that we nominally titled um, "Date with an Amplifier," I think it was, oh, yeah. and 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 it was my 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 old part time buddy, part time nemesis, you know, sparring part. What time would day sparring part? You never know what day. Like it would have been easy to get Chris to turn on me. I can tell you that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, he's telling the story of how you know he's got a. a an amplifier that's branded Mazawak proof. And oh mm. boy, it is. Yeah. Oh, you're going to. Oh. East Coast. So welcome, Chris, and thanks for joining us. Hello, everybody. Nice to see your joyful, smiling faces again. <laughs> it's delightful to see you. And, Ro- and, Ro- and Rossi. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and and of course, the Chris was with us. Yeah, Chris was with us for episode fifty nine of our podcast, and we called that uh, show an evening with Chris Mazowak because that's what it felt like. It felt like it was an entertaining, educational. I learned all about downstrokes. I learned about how bad hush were in the seventies. It was. We learned a bit. We learned a bit about a, uh, uh, European history, if I recall too, Curly. Mm. That's, That's true and correct. Yes. A little. This bit. one could be called "Date with an Amplifier." <laughs> Ooh, that's an album. Uh, well, you know, that's that would be good if if the amplifier actually worked. <laughs> but my date with amplifiers is usually um, short. A disappointment. <laughs> it's, short. it's a short date. Um, there is fire. And there is some degree of electricity, but it's usually a, a complete and utter failure. I, I believe I've done some work to make sure that the current trip to Australia will meet your exacting standards. Ooh. I, and, and I expect nothing less from, from you, actually. <laughs> I know what we're up against, and I've got the phone call of the guy who can fix it. <laughs> well, yeah. And how fast can you get to the gig? Well, you, you saw the back of my amp. The, when, when the, the, there's a guy in, in Barcelona who makes amps, George. They're called George Amps. And, um, and, he, and, and they're basically like, a, like, you know, boutique amps made in the old style so mine is like a vox ac30 but it's actually literally um has imprinted on the back maswak proof because <laughs> uh, he, he he knows he knows what's he what he's up against oh yeah i assure you nothing blew up on that tour by the way 
is Chris, Chris is normally, is it, is it like this, just across the top of the knobs, is it? It's like, no, no, it's not actually. But like, he does, he does, um, he pushes the buggers. Gee, he pushes them. Mm. He, yeah, like he, like, like the preamps are the preamps of the first failure point. So he slams those preamps. Mm. How, how good about him? How good for him to give us all this, all that time too, eh? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so Rossi, why was that particular segment your moment of the year? Well, I think because it really showed you what he's really like. Like, yeah. I've worked with this guy since I don't know eighty-five or something, and that's really Chris. Yeah, like yeah. Chris's, Chris's, yeah. Chris is, yeah, can be prickly, he can be hilarious, he's really smart, he's articulate, he's a fabulous guitar player. But most of the, most of the time, I have a lot of fun with him. And that's the yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. And, and he knows, he knows that he's a goofball. Yeah. <laughs> he knows he's a goofball and he is. But, yeah, some people just see the serious bloke sitting there just pulling a guitar apart limb from yeah. limb. Yeah. But, no, he's, he's a good guy. He really is. Absolutely, and a great moment of the year. And once again, just really honoured to have the Hall of Famer on our show now twice. So I yeah. uh, really appreciate you, Mr. Mazowak. Now, that comes to my moment of the year, and it's a recent one. So for anyone that has been following the show, will probably hear these words. Yeah, I got one more question though. The yeah, film that you guys are filming this um, tour, uh, yeah. what exactly gonna, will that be? Just cut up into small little promotional things, or will you actually make a film of the tour? That is an excellent Don't question, Buggy. We <laughs> so the plan at the <laughs> moment you. is we're going to do a video every week for Tom's look, Rossi. YouTube. Look at Curly's face. So <laughs> if you look up Tom Curtin or Catherine Outback Experience, I'm assuming they'll put it on both of the channels. So there'll be like mm. a three minute kind of overview of that week because every week we do three shows so mm -hmm. that'll be kind of the overview of that and then i actually kind of like you thinking maybe i need to make a longer cut and well, i just imagine all like 60 dates uh, tra wow. traveling around the country living in a caravan with animals there's got to be some great things happen Totally. It just occurred to it could have been like Albie Mangles' World Safari. Yeah, fuck, I'd watch yeah. it. In an instant. <laughs> Albie Mangles. Albie Mangles. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, noted. Watch Laura, this. Laura, you Rossi. just created another first for us, by the way, because that is yeah. the first time I've ever heard anyone say, excellent question, Braggy. So. <laughs> Oh, piss off. <laughs> oh, I am so I'm glad, glad you picked up out, on my <laughs> thanks, Laura. <laughs> I am so glad you picked up on my face. As soon as she said that, I'm thinking, all right, how can I flip oh, no. this? <laughs> it went straight <laughs> to exploit this. It went straight to your mind straight away, Curly. I could see it. Uh now we have our first acceptance speech. So hold on for this. Wow, so I hear along the grapevine that I've been nominated for an award with the Unfiltered and Undiscovered podcast. Can I just say, if I win this award or if I have won this award, I, I don't know, but thank you. Even just the thought that I might be nominated is absolutely amazing. I was never the funny person, so <laughs> to think that, you know, I might actually get an award for being a little bit funny is really encouraging for me, thank you. Uh, in answer to the question, here we are actually on tour currently. We are about to play a show, we're in Laidley, and 
still don't know the answer to your question, but we have been doing a whole ton of short promo videos. So you can jump online and watch those now. And um, on behalf of both Nick and I, because I feel like I need to credit Nick for some of my, um, you know, stand-up comedy. Uh, he's much more funny than I am. Uh, thank you. Thanks for um, having me on the podcast and considering me for an award. Hooray! <laughs> That's cool. That's really cool. Uh, well, uh, and and Braggy, just um, so you know, we did have an episode with um, after the because uh, you cut out just as we go to the end of Sweet Talk, and they did oh, say yeah. some, they did say something along the lines of "Geez, that Braggy knows his stuff," and yeah. Rossi's here as a witness, so we've kept that from you. We can't give you too much compliments, but. And I don't she know knows. What, what stuff. What I don't know what stuff I know. Just <laughs> <laughs> make it up. Well, you know who Alicia Moore is. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I do. Okay, so Braggy, what again. was, Rossi's what was to that? Me again. Rossi's <laughs> to trick me into the answer again. <laughs> um, so Braggy, what was yes. your moment of the year? Well, my, my moment of the year is is the country correspondent. And we freaking only had him on once. I, I'm waiting for him to come back again. <laughs> that was so my favourite. Why? So why? Why? Because Rob Stanier and I spent freaking 48 hours making fucking jingle. <laughs> and we used it once. <laughs> oh, well. Well, let's play it again, shall we? Let's okay. just um, see what happens. Time for the Country Roundup with Big Stew. Hey guys, this is Big Stew, the country music correspondent. Uh, Merry Christmas to everyone, Curly, Braggy, Rossi. Um, those people that tune into that debauchery they call um, unfiltered and undiscovered. Merry Christmas. Um, let me talk to you about my three top hits for our 23. At number three, I mentioned Kaylee Bell, Boots and All. Um, great song. She started on the first time she came to my light was uh, on The Voice. She did a song called Keith all about Keith Urban, and no surprise, he snapped her up and became her mentor. Okay, guys, my second song, Wolf Brothers, Living the Dream, two great brothers, great music, done a lot of stuff with Lee Kernigan, absolutely great, guys. Have a listen, very big on the, uh, the local country music. Uh, my number one, James Johnson, grew up on. Um, this guy's an absolute, this young kid, absolutely fantastic, long way to go, so uh, he's going to be doing really good things. So, Curly, get him on. You've got to get him on the podcast. And my standout artist for 2024, Bella McKenzie, Great young lady, absolute country package, fantastic. Again, on The Voice, um, you're going to listen. Have a listen to the music. She's absolutely terrific and uh, going to be big things from her in 2024. Time for the Country Roundup with Big Stew. <laughs> You kept that Gretsch oh. bit quiet there, Braggy. It's a nice no. guitar. No, 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 it wasn't the Gretsch. That's the telly, mate. So, that was the so telly. telly. Yeah. Look like a Gretsch from here. No, but that was not my Gretsch. That's Curly just put that on there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so um, yeah, so thanks to Big Stu, the country correspondent, and now we played it three times, Braggy. So yeah. <laughs> we've got to get him back on. He knows his shit, though, eh? Hey? Yeah. yeah, he does. Yeah, and just as a, a little bit of interest, the Wolf Brothers played with um, Talamade Re- uh, Rejects played with the Wolf Brothers over the weekend. There so you go. Just, See? Uh, yeah, a little bit of synchronicity going on in the world. So was it a cage match? Collide. All righty. So let's move on. We've been going for 47 minutes. My God, we've still got favorite interviews to get to. And, you know, once again, just at the end of the day, we just love the people that come on the the podcast. They um, get a bit of an opportunity just to, I still remember, once again, I've forgotten who it was, but their eyes sort of lit up once Draggy Braggy drops his first F bomb and she said, Oh, good, we can swear. <laughs> you swear. <laughs> yeah, who was that? I can't remember who that was. Uh, I've, I've got a funny feeling it might have been Laura, but um, but yeah, so, it would be something she would say. Sometimes in the pre interview, we do brief them and say it's very informal, and occasionally someone Braggy, <laughs> and Braggy normally starts it off pretty early, doesn't he? So, <laughs> yeah, he does. um, Braggy, I'm going to throw to you first up. Hey, what do you see as, um, and starting from your third place, I'll maybe talk about maybe some of the unlucky ones that some of the ones you really enjoyed, or just start with third place. I'm happy to go either well, my way. Third, my third place is for is we're talking about inter- favorite interview. This is favorite interviews. Yeah, my side. So I, I give so it's one point, two points, three points. Is that how we do it? That's it. Yes, like the brown low. Yep. I, I'm giving my one point to those fabulous couple at Suitcase Records. That was that. I love that interview. Yeah, and I, I learned so much from those yeah. guys, and they just seem like such lovely people. And for them to just, you know, put all their chips in. You know, I'm all in. I'm going for this, kids. You mightn't get a freaking home. But you'll you'll inherit a recording studio. <laughs> you know what I mean? I love yeah, that. Yeah. And they're killing it now, eh? It seems mm. to me I always see the posts on Facebook and they always got something else happening. So I just yeah. wish people the best. I like that interview. Yeah, awesome. Number two. Number two was Maswak. <laughs> so you know, I, he's he's very intimidating. The first time we interviewed him was just you and I, Curly. And mm. and you know. I was very intimidated. I just, I didn't expect him to be so freaking intelligent, man. He's so <laughs> smart. Like on, not on just music either. I mean, just on yeah. every, you pick a subject and he'll just, yeah, he's great. Just lovely. Oh, I yeah. I don't know why he doesn't like Rossi. <laughs> <laughs> and and my, my three points, it's got to go to Pyrefly. I mean, yeah. what the loveliest two guys. And it's a genre I'd never heard of before, uh, melodic death metal. These two guys yeah. come on. One guy looks like, you know, he's a primary school teacher. And the, <laughs> other guy, the other guy is a primary school teacher, but he, he looks like he's a prison warden. <laughs> you know? and both just the loveliest blokes. I just, I just think they're fantastic. And I love their music too. Yeah. So. So there we go, Braggy's interview of the year. Taking is that the, the Gretchen, that photo, Braggy? Oh, that photo you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's not mine. That's actually my nephew's. So <laughs> yeah, take it off him. You, it looks better no, on you. 
No, that's Waxy's one, I think. I can't Looks remember. Looks better on you. Is it? Uh, yeah. So anyway, favourite interview, Pie Flyer. Second favourite, Chris Mazowak. And suitcase, grab the last pace on the podium. So three great choices there. Braggy, um, now who's up next? I think it's Rossi, if I remember rightly. And yes, it is. So, Rossi, let's do your three interview, uh, three faves. Okay. Now, my number three is again coming in hot, coming in hot, obviously, in the rankings is the guys from Pyrefly. Kyle and Andrew are really making great strides. Um, I spent a bit of time, I've, I've spent a bit of time talking to Andrew. I know Andrew quite well. And those guys are just trying so hard to come at it from so many different angles. They do everything themselves. They work really, really hard. They they picked up a massive international support with Avatar, who are the the circus mm. metal band, and they just, you know, they, they've been starting to kick goals, and I can just see it, and I'm just loving to see, because they, they are decent men. They're really good guys. Yeah, the they, other people in the band, I, they really do. They're playing a gig Friday night, and and Andrew has bought a guitar to raffle off. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Like, and he's—that's what they're like, you know. They're just—they—they're not just interested in themselves. They've got friends in other bands, and they lift people up, and yes. that's what I like. Lift yes. people up, don't drag people down. And KJ mm. and Andrew are—you know—they're delightful fellas, even if. Kyle's wedding plans did fall through in New Zealand. <laughs> well said, Rossi. Well said. So, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Number two. Number two for me is one of my old, old mates, and it's the fabulous Mr. Gary Slater from Voodoo Lust. Gary is a raconteur, one of the funniest men I've ever seen, one of the hardest working men in show business. Hard boy from the north of England, came over here, and he's just great. Gaz, mm. Gaz, Gaz was the gift that kept on giving. I loved him. I thought he was hilarious. And yeah, what you see is what you get with Gary. And yeah, he's yeah, he's um, yeah, yeah, man, what a performer. What that mm. band. I think I told you the story that yeah, you know, my favorite one is Gary's yeah, playing the Roxy in Brisbane, and he reaches back and he picks up box base box of beers and he walks to the front of the stage just opening for the tribesman he goes all right who wants a beer and the crowd's gone Aah! he goes well you can't because there's none fucking left and he ripped a <laughs> hole in the box and stuck on his head and stuck a microphone through it and sang i just love it he's great <laughs> <laughs> i love it all right and your and favorite one, yeah well and again coming in hot we, we, uh, it looks like curly's gonna be the tiebreaker because for me for me, the one I found most fascinating was the folks from Suitcase Records. Like, mm, I, yeah, loved, wow. I loved a lot cool. of the performers, but the guys from Suitcase, I just love their commitment. I love – and, they, again, they're interested in lifting people up with them, not dragging yeah. people down. And that's why I admire – I believe, yeah, I, I get the impression that they're getting some quality mentoring and their, yeah, their whole business model is mm. – yeah, like, yeah, vinyl is – yeah, kind of boutiquey, but not. And but like, and boy, we could have. I don't know you, Braggy, but I could. I could have gone on a deep dive on technical nerd, nerding <laughs> stuff. Oh, oh, you, you would have done more than me, but yeah, I love that stuff. I just, I was just, I was in awe of them. I thought they were spectacular. 
Yeah, yeah, great episode. And Kathy and Neil, my God, there's. Uh, I'm I'm not keeping track of points at this stage, but I reckon you're right up there with a the shot. So looking at who mine were, my God, I've got to remember now, don't I? <laughs> all right, so my faves. All right, I'm going to go with a, a lady that just blew me away. I wasn't necessarily sure what to expect. You know, we got the publicity release come through um, and I'm talking about Laura Frank. She's come on twice and, you know, I'm combining both of them. In the first interview, she sort of almost took over the hosting duties to keep us in control. And uh, the second episode, of course, it was just, um, just more of the same. She's just a, a very natural... Uh, communicator and just loved it. Um, number two for me, um, and you can see the old fanboy coming out here, uh, Chris Mazowak. Number 102 episode. Um, I've once again enjoyed both episodes that Chris has been on, um, but uh, this one was something really special because yeah, there was a little bit of connection there between Rossi and uh, Chris but it was also because we knew he was coming to Australia in just a couple of weeks after. So that was uh, a real, that made me feel like, you know, potentially that we do have a little bit of a place in the music industry at times, you know, here we were um, part of the publicity rounds and number one for me, once again, fanboy um, episode 107, Gary Slater from Voodoo last. I saw that band along with the tribesmen, probably more times than I would ever, ever care to admit. Um, and the other little piece of synchronicity there was Gary went to school with the country music correspondent at Acacia Ridge High. So okay. unbelievable. So, Boys, I think, I think I've added it up right. Has anyone else done it? I've already yeah. done it, Braggy. Already done yeah. it. Do you, do, you want it? do you want me to unveil it? Yes. So... The show, the winner of the Unfiltered. And yeah. here it is, Gary Slater, favourite hey. interview of the year. And it's a three-way tie for second, second. Wow. with Mazowak, Suitcase and Pyreflyer. So Gary that's, that's Slater. Cool. Is our number one man. Mm. Awesome. What's the price? Um. Another interview get... with us. <laughs> <laughs> and second prize is two interviews with two us. Two interviews with <laughs> us. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, just a just a little bit of fun. But yeah, Gary's was just, and I learned so much about Gary because you know, like, um, like Mazowak, Gary's intense on stage. Stage, he is just. Um, formulatic he's just just goes for it and I was a little bit I, I went nervous about actually I didn't know if it was going to be that intense and yes he is intense but he's so personable as well and mm. you know some of the uh, like he ran the bridge to Brisbane for one of the causes that he, he's um, with uh, vegetarianism or veganism yeah. and you know, mm. so he, he's got some real passion there. So it was just an amazing yeah. interview. So I've got a, it's, it's, he's a real, he's a real pro musician, really, isn't he? He's a definition oh, yeah. of a professional. Well, he was a kid when he started, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
All right. Now it's time for part two of your trivia. Okay. You ready? Question four. Yep. What band's original name was Warsaw? Sounds like that Rossi knows it. I got that one. Uh, okay. Next. This one is this one is might take a little bit. Yeah. And when I see how you go, you get a point for each person you can name. Can you name? And I'm talking about here a band that has drums, bass, two guitars, and a singer. So five people in the band. And I'm not going to count any other people that might have played with this band. I just want to know every member of the Rolling Stones from 62 to present. Can you name them? I'll give you a hint. There's nine. Oh, that's a tough one. It is tougher. Yep. Mm. Rossi's frozen. I can uh, hear you. I'll be back. I'll be I back. Can, yeah. I can hear yeah. you. But... Yeah. 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 There he is. He's back. Um, Wyman. Yep. Okay. I got four. That's fair enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> I got a few, I got a yeah, I've got I'm up to like seven, I think. Okay. okay. So yeah. uh, and last question for this little bit. The Sackbutt S A C K B U T. Yeah. Was an early was an early form of which musical instrument? Mm. You like that one? You like that one? <laughs> oh my god. Imagine you had to make it hard. Imagine That's being a, a sackbutt player. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. do you play? Sackbutt. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. I can love them play sackbutt. <laughs> okay, where are we up All to? Really? We are up to our favourite 2023 release and – you know, in in my case, I, I feel it's a real honour every year that we get to showcase new music from artists that deserve to be discovered. Um, and it's a pleasure just getting them on the podcast. And, of course, we all have our favourite genres, but this mm. show has opened my eyes up to many, many different genre, genres. And once again, this is an incredibly highly regarded award, isn't it, Braggy? It is the biggest big one award. that we give out. Um, yep. And it was really tough to nail down the three songs. Um, each of us have chosen three songs along the lines of the Brownlow again. And um, I'm going to go first this time and then followed by Braggy and then Rossi. So in number three for me, so this is for one point. Um, and I just think this song is just so clever. And uh, once it's my friend Laura Frank with the song Kiss My, and it was just... Hmm. A clever song. It just leaves you hanging, but understanding what it's all about. Um, number two was the hastily um, recorded and um, sent around the world song called "Tracked Home Chippy" by Chris yeah. Mazowak. Oh yeah, that was uh, a, that was in my contention, but I didn't. Yeah, that was, I like that. Yeah, That's just awesome. a great little song. And once again, Mazowak's songwriting and finding a phrase and pulling out and just 
I just uh, really, really love that song. But to me, there is just nothing better than what I've heard this year, and it's Dumb Decision by Lizzie Jack and the Beanstalks. And, you know, I, I can just, once again, Australian songwriting and somehow it takes me back to living in a share house, even though I probably lived in a share house with four guys for about six months. And that's about it. But it's just fantastic songwriting. It's got a great little hook. Um, some of the lyrics in it are just sublime. And, um, yeah, that's uh, that's me. That's yeah, my like song of like the year. Two of that, the, the one and three don't surprise me at all. I could tell you were taken with those songs straight away. Mm. Yeah, and... You know, it, it's and once again, I it's you can see a mark of a song when you play it in the car, and my wife goes to Shazam it to find out who's who's um who's who sings it, and then adds it to a running playlist. So, so Shazam found it. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, dumb decision by and I played it there at the back one day. I played a couple of the the old Shiraz mouth came out and oh, I love that and, one too. And and Taylor loved it. So you know, I, I said Lizzie's the new Eliza. So <laughs> from Eliza and the Delusionals, Braggy, your favourite releases for 2023. In third place, I'm going with uh, Brisbane's Bob Dylan. That's not a tough, not a tough thing to to. Uh, live up to is it so it's jordan merrick and his song two hands it's mm. a great song it's got great lyrics and it's got a groove that actually made my wife groove <laughs> and, yeah and she's not a bob dylan fan but jordan yeah. merrick I, th- I just like um he's really thoughtful with the lyrics and he's and i like how simple um his recording is as well, you know, just a guitar mm. and, and you know a few other instruments, nothing special, and it's and it's kind of really live, mm. you know. It's yeah. a cool it. cat, wasn't he? It was a cool customer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, a lot of thought went into those his songs, you know. Yeah, and that that two hands song is the one that gives off the um, Dave Graney vibes for me. The way that yeah. it starts, yeah, 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 yeah. It's got a groove and to it. It's got yeah, a groove to it, and. It starts off you and you you're sensing it, but then it's just that I, I I hate using the word awkward, but it feels a little bit awkward, and then you get into it, and yeah, classic grainy, grainy. It sounds sound, yeah. sound like Brisbane to me too. Yeah, just, just that, that whole sound. Maybe a little bit of go betweens. Yeah, good point. Yeah, a bit of go betweens. Yeah, mm. uh, second second position um, with Curly with dumb decisions, Lizzie Jack. Oh, so much fun! Those guys have got to get. They're from. They were from the Gong, weren't they? Yeah, yeah they were. They are from the Gong. Yeah, they got to get into the big smoke there, and because they're going to go, I think they're fantastic. Yeah, and a lot of lot of fun, and yeah, just yeah, yeah. It was the same with you, Curly. It just took me back to when I was young and <laughs> living in a house with the band guys or something, and yeah, and um, she's so bubbly, yeah, very vibrant. I love that. Mm. Very Australian. You're very yes. Australian. And uh, number one, with a bullet, do yourself a favour. <laughs> Got the wrong hat on for that comment. Do yourself a favour. Uh, look, you talk about hard-working bands, tailor-made rejects. Man, mm. those boys are gigging, 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 gigging all the time. 
I love them and they rock. And the song's called I Don't Know. And boy, gee, get get that on Spotify, crank it up. That rocks out. Yeah, you know that one, Rossi? Uh, be, you know this one? I don't know. Yeah, I do. yeah, I do. I do. I do. I do. Yeah. 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 Look, it's hard because there's so much stuff coming our way and there's a lot of stuff we've had to leave out. And that's the problem. Yeah. And I it's know. It's not what you include, it's what you leave out is the problem. Because, yeah, like, in a perfect world, we'd be running through all of them and just be giving a rundown on every track we've heard. And it's of just course. overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. But um, three great songs there. And um, once again, a very, very tough choice. And somehow I just knew the rejects were going to get your vote. Braggy? Do you? I just knew it. Yeah. And we, the episode that we had with the rejects this year, we had the big fella Ryan in on. Yes. And he was close to one of my moments of the year, the way that he first came on the episode and almost took over. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's never done an interview before, hadn't he? (laughs) He was great, actually. Uh, You know, I guess I'm just sticking with the Queenslanders. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Uh, (laughs) Which leaves us to Rossi. Rossi, your three songs of the year. Well, look, yeah, like I, I, I could have done it easy and I could have named Chris and I could have named Mick. And I, yeah, like for me, yeah, those songs are a matter of course for me. Mm. But <clears throat> I dug a bit deeper. Now, the list I th- sent through, I'm not sure which order you've put them in, Tony. Okay. Which one have you got as my number three? And then I can work back from there. Um, in third place, you got the Ritzies. That's right, the Ritzy kids with dark blue. Look, I kind of dug those guys. Yeah, the energy, <laughs> the the energy of. I oh, know it comes as no surprise that the video clip for me was great. I dug them. <laughs> I thought they were funny. Yeah, it's like that. It's got to be that power pop punk stuff that yeah, I really really like. I thought the guys they worked hard. It was the whole COVID thing, and like, and and I did see they did get a gig and they did their launch at my favorite place up their way the lincoln pin in way mm, right. which, which has been yeah they've stabilized their new ownership structure and it's going to stay with the same model and keep going forever and i think that's fantastic so the lincoln yeah. pin in way is yeah the the sorely needed central there's a burgeoning central coast scene in sydney like with lizzie jack lizzie jack and the beanstalks and wollongong with the yours and owls guys wollongong's blowing up the northern Northern, um, north of Sydney is blowing up as well. And Woi Woi is that spot between Newcastle and Sydney that's great. And that's, and I was so glad to see that. And, you know, the Ritzy kids being local boys were getting local support. And I kind of really, really enjoy that. I was really happy to see that. Now, number two for me is again, you know, The Baron by Pyrefly. Yeah. What a rock and roll band. What a rock and roll band. It's a rollicking ride that Crazy. takes you through. It is. And and Andrew wrote that, Andrew the guitar player, and, man, that guy can play. He can play anything. Like, you, like he, you can throw anything at him, and if he doesn't know it, give him a minute. He'll know it. Mm. And that's that's the freakish, freakish nature of his ability. And, yeah. And for me, number one, I love Sweet Talk. Yeah, oh, Sweet yeah, Talk. Yeah. And, and those guys, that. warm love from Sweet Talk, mate. Those guys, yeah. 
like like you, you talk about Robbie Robertson, you talk about the band, you talk about that southern stuff. Yeah. I've always had a big soft spot for it, and I thought they were pretty cool guys, and I really liked hearing what they do. And their videos are hilarious. They're funny guys. Yeah, you know? mm. yeah oh, I, feel, I like. I feel bad now that they what they said about me. I didn't, and I've left them out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, See, it worked, it worked then, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh, I, I do love that song, though. Oh, me too. It's got, really they, good. They seem like, you know what they seem like, those guys? They seem like that they, someone just pulled them out of 1979 or somewhere and just yeah. and they just came to this, you know, they're, they're like time travellers. Mm. <laughs> But they were Queenslanders too. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think we've won. I think we've won this. The state of origin. I think it's Queensland. All right. So <laughs> let's see who rounds up to win the unfiltereds for new release. And no surprise, dumb decision by Lizzie Jack and the Beanstalks. But look at that braggy warm love number two. Yes. And I don't know by the Talamad rejects. Cool. Um, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. So a great list and yeah, love them all.
Well, that's song of the year out of the way. That's awesome. Congratulations to Lizzie Jack and the Beanstalks. A fantastic song. And who knows, they may get another mention as we move through to the final of the show. But I think it's time for Braggy's final piece of trivia. Yes. Okay. Question seven. Who is the only band to play on all seven continents? Includes Antarctica. Yep. Uh, and this is the one we had. We had one last week where you have to name the, the next line of the song and who sang it, the name of the song and who sang it. Yeah. You ready for this? Mother's Little Helper is coming out for more. Oh. Oh, no, that's wrong. <laughs> I just gave the answer away. Okay, so it's the answer is Mother's Little Helper is coming out for more. Yeah, which comes, uh, up, which comes after silently she opens the drawer. Yeah, okay. Oh, well, looks like oh, it's out of eight. Gave you one. No, but you yeah. got to say who it was and, and the song. So, And the last one is what do Jimmy Buffett Annie Lennox, Dido, and Shane McGowan all have in common. Ooh. Should we do the answers no now, Shirley, before we go yes, to the last Yes, please. Thing? Yep. Are you all ready? Yep. yep. Alicia Moore is? Pink. Correct. Pink. Well done, boys. Okay. Love yeah. you. Voice, that's one all. I wasn't, I wasn't sure, but for, for first woman inducted into the Hall of Fame, um, Helen Reddy. No, I went for Aretha Franklin. Correct. I actually wrote Aretha next to Helen Reddy. <laughs> but anyway, okay. The biggest concert in the world. It was Russia. Rod Stewart. No, really. No. Rod Stewart, Copacabana Beach, 1994. Is and that in Rio? Yes. So they I don't know that. for sure, but they're estimated at 4.2 million people. Wow. No way. I was yeah. off the pace. Yeah. I was looking at Russia with Pantera, Metallica, and ACDC. It had 1.1 million. And you see that? That's just crazy. Four million? No way. Yeah. Was that in the – what year? 1994. There's a picture of it if you go on the internet. Yeah. Wow. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was the Stones when I thought yeah. oh, that's a good question. I'll look it up because I know the Stones played Copacabana Beach and it was it was millions. But Rod anyway. Stewart. Uh, question four: What band's original name was Warsaw? Joy Division. Correct. <laughs> I, Gave you a clue I, for that one. <laughs> I, I, I said Boston. <laughs> you can see why they changed their name, though, hey? What's that? Yeah. Name? yeah. Not a great name. Okay. How, how many? Do you want to, I'll tell you all the members of the Rolling Stones. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. The, the original ones are Mick Jagger, Keith Richards, Brian Jones, Charlie Watson, Bill Wyman. Uh, Got those. Yeah. Brian Jones died. They replaced him with Mick Taylor. Mick yeah. Taylor. That's right. Mick Taylor couldn't handle the heat. So they yep. replaced him with Ronnie Wood. Ronnie Wood, that's right. Then Bill Wyman left. 
and uh, Charlie said, I like Daryl Jones, which is yeah. a, he's a black guy, plays bass. And then Charlie also said, if I ever go, you need to replace me with Steve Jordan. So I just love how the Stones replaced their rhythm section with two black guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I got so, seven. You know, I didn't get the new guys. I didn't because I don't think the new guys are in the band. That's my view. Yeah, they're probably not. That's why I said it has to be the five. You yeah. know, you're probably five right on there. stage. Now, I, I think yeah. when they do photos, they boot them out of the shots. They do. They do. Yeah. Which is a little Shot unfair because there's. It is a little. Bit hell, it's the whole rhythm section. <laughs> yeah, and they're pretty good too, mate. And they're good, man. They just nail. They're it. good. Wow. Okay, the sack butt was a trombone. Oh. Was it? I was yeah. thinking it was a bag. I was going to have a go at bagpipes. Yeah, I I said banjo because the amount of times you've stirred up banjo, <laughs> I, I, there had to be a link there. But of course, no, there wasn't. It's a good name for a uh. banjo, Sackbutt. <laughs> the only band to play at all seven continents. Uh, I think you boys know this one, did you? I went, I went Midnight Oil. No, I went you two. Oh. No, it's Metallica. Ah. 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 They played somewhere in the Argentinian part of of Antarctica. Right. Uh, I fucked this one up. I fucked this one up. It was uh, silently she opens the drawer. The next line is Mother's Little Helpers coming out for more, which is Australian Crawl Boys Light Up. Mm. Jimmy Buffett, Annie Lennox, Dido and Shane McGowan were all born on Christmas Day. Ah. Really? Yeah. Also, Dave Tice from Buffalo. There you go. I just thought I had to put a bit of a Christmassy thing spin on it somewhere. Well done. Very well done. Thank you. That was, I have no idea what I scored, but uh, Rossi won. So (laughs) (laughs) we'll perfect perfect it more next year, that one. I like that. I like that. Uh, I really like like that, actually. I like the trivia. Hopefully, the audience does as well. All right, let's move on. We've got our big. Wait, wait, there's an audience? Yes, there's an audience. They, we do, we do get it. It's, it's not just us sitting around a table in a bar. So, all right, our big tips for 2024, and we're starting with Braggy. This is a long show. I've actually run out of beer. Yeah, my teacup. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with. Um, I'm going to go. With, I'm going with my mate Sweet Talk because I think when we interviewed them, they were going. Were they going to Tamworth? I know, yeah. were, I know they were. I know they were. I know they were playing at the Byron Bay Blues Festival. Mm, I'm yeah. just gonna. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say they'll pick up an award. Yeah. Ooh. I don't know what for. Ooh. Maybe. Maybe breast new artist or something. Or mm-hmm. they just mm-hmm. seem like they just they they're confident. So there you go. It's that's like my, that's I feel my like prediction. The, it's like they got momentum. Mm. Yeah. 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 So sweet talk to go well in Tamworth is uh, Braggy's big tip. Now, I've stuffed up the order here, Rossi, so I've got me coming up next. So, yeah, things happen. So, And it's funnily enough, you're probably going to guess this one, but Curly's tip is for Lizzie Jack and the Beanstalks to get out of Wollongong and to become the next new Aussie indie darling. Yeah. Guys, they've just, just got to. We've got to get them to Sydney. We've got to get them touring. And these guys are legends. And Alex and Lizzie that were on the show, 
thoroughly enjoyed their conversation and can't wait to be talking to you when you are the next Aussie indie darling. Look so. at that. Look at that. That's look how indie that is. Flannelet shirt, mullet. <laughs> I, I did see that festival in Wollongong. They actually blitzed it from what I can yeah. see. Yeah. Yeah. It was massive right. and they killed it. That's what I think. So I do, I do do little scoping follow ups. <laughs> All right. And Rossi, what's your big tip? Well, my tip is that I believe that uh, the capital of the country, Sydney, will restore itself as the music centre of the country. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, restore itself uh, back to its rightful position. <laughs> yeah. okay. so what's the capital now? I don't care. <laughs> no, there's a there's a massive there's a massive Sydney push at the moment. There's a lot of young bands coming through, and it's pretty incredible what I'm saying. I'm seeing yeah. lots and lots and lots and lots and lots. Yeah, and yeah, like, and if you can't make it here, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit like New York, New York. Hey, yeah, little bit, little uh, bit. Yeah. Um, Interestingly, there've been I've been hearing uh, some ads being that plug Melbourne as the music capital of Australia. So, as we've had that discussion before, that my view is that Melbourne's always been number two, but I like to think it's number one. Brisbane's number three, and we and they accept it. Yeah, we're happy being number three. We love our little scene. And where does Adelaide sit? Well, it's number one. I mean, you know, <laughs> you well, the card. Just haven't heard Just haven't heard yeah. anything yet. That's all. My favorite Adelaide, my, my favorite Adelaide bands, one is the Mark of Cain and the other is Smallpox Confidential. Yeah. What about the Angels? Oh, they're really from here now. Oh. Yeah. Russell Crowe's an Australian. The Angels live here. Yeah. I did mate of mine, mate of mine who works for the Angels says they're playing in February doing a national tour opening for Cheap Trick. Mm. Oh, I love Cheek Trick. Oh, oh the Angels, yeah, that's yeah. So what happened? The Angels went to the States and had their entire backline stolen. Right. Okay. Back in back in yeah, 80s, early 80s, I think, had their entire truck lifted, lost everything. Rick Nielsen just said, All right, he furnished them with a whole set of equipment, said off you go, keep playing. Wow. Uh, yeah, he seems like a lovely guy, doesn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And yeah, the Angels. Good band. Mm. How would you how right. would you go uh, servicing that one of that guitar with the seven necks, uh, Rossi? <laughs> I've had that. Oh, it's five necks. I've had it in my hands. Oh, have you? Yeah, 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 yeah. I did a whole bunch of shows with the band, and we were opening for Cheap Trick, and their guitar guy was yeah. like doing like thirty something guitars in Australia. Because it's a bit like a holiday here, because normally I carry forty. But I was oh. like, just talking to him every time. I'd open a case and give it to him. He'd tune it. But he was also doing playing keyboards and doing backing vocals. I said, whatever they're paying you, man, it's not enough. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I got to play all the guitars. It was great. Mm. All right, guys. This is um, this brings the award show, the end of year review, the end of season review, to a dramatic close. Lizzie and the Jack, Lizzie Jack and the Beanstalk, Stum Decision, top song, fave song of the year. And of course, you've got uh, the favorite interviews and Suitcase, Pyre Fly. We've had a lot of fun reminiscing about 
what 2023 has been all about. But let's look forward to 2024. We've got Braggy's Trivia. It's going to become a bit of a um, stable there every single week. So we loved the Who Am I, and uh, but we're just moving on. He was getting a bit tired with that. And we're going to look at implementing a story, a little segment for Rossi called Backstage Stories. So it might be some the, the stories true, but the names have changed, or it might. I be may some, have to change a few names on the odd occasion. Yeah, That's so there might yeah, be some backstage stories. And now, usually, you would think that the end of season review or the Christmas show would actually be our last show of the year. Um, but no, that's not what we do. We've got one final show coming up on Friday before Christmas, and I'm really looking forward to this one. This is a great story. Katrina Burgoyne from grew up in Canada, an hour away from our country music capital in Tamworth. Five years ago, she moved to Nashville. She still calls Nashville home. She met a Nashville husband, got married there. And she's on a tour for Australia, coming back home over the Christmas break. She's playing in Townsville at that wild barn thing on Christmas Eve. She's playing the town hall at Gunnedah. It's just such a great story to hear. And I'm really excited about talking with her. But um, that's our next show. I hope you've enjoyed our 2023 end of year review. As always, if you like the episode, please like and subscribe. We've got our YouTube, Facebook, TikTok. We've got our website. Once again, the songs that we featured today you'll find on our um, Spotify playlist um, and lyrics from the playlist, and it's got to come from our song of the year. Tell me, did you think that we'd get here and that one night would turn into years? Could have been another drunken mistake but you're the best dumb decision that i ever made thanks guys it's been an amazing year i hope you've enjoyed the show and we will see you all again well next week and then we'll see you next year all right thanks guys thanks rossi thanks braggy yeah. ciao, ciao. Yes. excellent Bells will be ringing The sad, sad news Oh, the Christmas Christmas to hear the